everybody, and welcome back to another Stogie Lads podcast. We are back with a normal style uh, podcast today, no interview. Um, but uh, some things that have happened recently, uh, lad, I might might as well start off and say happy belated birthday to you. Your birthday <laughs> was you, uh, last Friday, and um, yeah, share share some of uh, some of the things you did. I thought you were gonna sing for me here, laddie. I'm a little <laughs> bit disappointed, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I did tell, uh, no. tell you I was going to sing, actually. So I, <laughs> yeah, over promise and under deliver. Classic Stogie lads. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was a, it was a great time. Uh, some of you guys might have seen all the posts from there. Lots of good food, um, lots of good drinks, and all that stuff. Had some Branzino finally. Uh, the Americans will know that like grilled fish that I've been wanting to try. It's like very Italian, but it's hard to find in Sweden. Um, and cigar wise, more importantly, I had uh, I lit up uh, one of the Don Arturo Destino al Siglos, uh, like the 100 year mm-hmm. anniversary uh, Opus X versions, uh, yeah. which are insanely rare. We talked about the, those cigars a little bit on our Arturo Fuente episode where we discussed their 100 year anniversary and all the rare tobaccos they lost. Um, but those, I mean, I never, I said that when I was like posting these stories, I never thought I'd see those cigars in real life. Like genuinely, I never thought yeah. I'd see them even. So like lighting one up was incredible. The day was perfect. It felt almost um, unbelievable, like how perfect the weather was and all that stuff. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's as close to a hundred point cigar you can get, mm-hmm. especially with the, I mean, obviously kind of a biased moment, but <laughs> still super good. Super good. Yeah, I was sad not to be there with you to enjoy that moment, but uh, I'm glad you had such a good experience with that. Yeah, you were up the week before. We yeah, had exactly. Thanksgiving and all that stuff. That we didn't good. smoke a cigar, though. There was simply no time. <laughs> yeah, sadly. <laughs> but it feels good to be back on this normal one lot after this, yeah. Aaron Sigmund, which I may also just quickly add. That was a great episode, uh, both recording and uh, the, res- the response was really good. It was yeah. quickly like our most listened to guest episode, which is really cool. And people seem to love all the crazy stories. Aaron Sigmund's quite the character, so not surprising. Yeah, it was uh, great to have him on and just felt a bit surreal to see him, you know, just sitting there telling yeah. and sharing his stories uh, one-on-one with us. So, yeah, great guy. Yeah, we've talked to him so much in the DM. So, like, yeah, it is crazy when you talk to these people after so many years of, like, discussing. Um, but, yeah, without further ado, I think we have a, we have a very heavy uh, topic in terms of uh, stuff to cover. So let's let's cut the chit chat let's do what's in our glass first huh yeah because uh, i see you're itching to to get a drink lad what uh, what's <laughs> in your glass so today i have um kind of to celebrate that it's christmas time around here uh, so Oof. i picked up a, a swedish uh, mold wine uh called Glug. classic uh, but it, it was uh it was alcohol free since i didn't get it at the uh, liquor store. Uh, Come on, however, I did mix it with uh, with port wine just to try. You okay, because I, ha- I had a bottle of port wine at home that I need to try out. And when I was looking up port wine and mulled wine, uh, I can see if you if you don't buy the the already finished product that is glug, like in Sweden, then you can mm-hmm. make your own mulled wine by like having uh, port wine, red wine, and then just mm. having the different um, uh, what's it called yeah. I don't know what spices you have in it. Spices, really. but yeah, but the different cumin, spices. cloves, uh, star anise, uh, cinnamon, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, and ginger. Exactly, yeah. So traditionally, you drink this like uh, warm, right? But um, since I yeah. uh, since I had it with port wine, now I just I didn't feel like warming it up, so I dropped an ice yeah, cube in there yeah. instead and mixed it around. But works well. Nice. 
Mm-hmm. No, I can imagine port wine. I mean, it's it is like a sweet wine drink, so that makes yeah, sense. Exactly. You would you would have port wine. Good stuff, lad. How about you, lad? Uh, similarly, in terms of a sweeter palate, uh, this is a Dominican rum uh, picked up after the lovely event mm-hmm. we had uh, with the Dominican Embassy, where oh, they wow. served these uh, bottles of Barcelo Imperial, which is a great rum. I'm I'm starting to realize that I love Dominican rums. I've sampled quite a few. Uh, after hanging out with Manny, our, our Dominican <laughs> friend here, uh, and I'm realizing I really love the palate of the Dominican. They're they're very like viscous and heavier on the palate. But this one's only 38% alcohol actually, but it's very heavy on the flavors compared to something like a Cuban wine. Lots of like, uh, yeah, caramel, vanilla, lots of sweetness, lots of cinnamon. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Also drinking from your new Glencairn glass there. Yeah, the new Copitas. Because I, I was starting to pick up more rum. And we've always had a lot of port wine, but we never had proper glasses. So yeah. I finally got some of these Glencairn Copitas, which are basically just miniature wine glasses, but they're perfect for spirits, sherry, port, all that stuff. So versatile. Now I got Very six nice. in the lab, so we can, uh, we can <laughs> use them all. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> we can do another <sighs> pairing. <laughs> pairing uh, so oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very clutch. Actually, now that we have more glasses, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's segue though, not so uh, not so smoothly, lad, uh, yeah. into today's today's uh, topic. And uh, uh, I'll say it, we're going to be talking about uh, the health aspects of cigars, as you've probably seen from the title. This is something we mentioned a few po- podcast episodes about uh, ago. Uh, a lot of people seem to like that topic idea, so we thought let's just get it over and done with yeah. and do it quickly. Um, so I just wanted to start uh, to preface this podcast uh, because I think the idea of this uh, is to try to present a sort of nuanced and rational look at the dangers of cigar smoking, but from obviously our own cigar enthusiast perspective. And I think it's very, very <laughs> paramount to note that we really do not believe cigars are inherently good for you. Obviously, mm-hmm. tobacco is dangerous. Uh, it is carcinogenic and by nature poisonous for us humans to consume. Smoking certainly is bad for you, and it's worse for you to smoke than to not smoke at all. Mm-hmm. That goes without saying. Uh, that's certain, and that's not something we'll never contest. Uh, we want to try to have a a very you know down the middle uh, view of this. Uh, that being said, <laughs> so are French fries and red wine. That's also worse for you to consume than to not consume. I think that's important to note because a lot of the cigar angles are presented. Not in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, both things are not inherently healthy and better to refrain from consuming than to consume. So with that understanding and with the basis that everything isn't black and white, uh, the argument here lies in exactly how bad cigars are for you. So here is sort of where our main issue with how the information behind the dangers of cigar smoking is presented to the public. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty of cigar health, which we certainly will try to do at least uh, with our unscientific backgrounds, um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk a little about cigar consumption because we're both massive cigar enthusiasts. Obviously, we're hosting a cigar podcast right now, uh, but we're not incessant smokers. Uh, I mean, to, at least to my understanding, we are much like the vast majority of cigar smokers, at least that we know in real life and through our uh, massive cigar community online, uh, and we don't smoke daily. So we actually get this often, uh, this question online in the DMs countless times, really. Uh, people ask how often we smoke, and um, for me, it's it's been two, three cigars a week, uh, but that's like at the peak of the summer months, and uh, it's more 
two or it's more one to two uh, the rest of the year, to be honest. And I, I when I get this question, I like to break it down into into four uh, main reasons. It's uh, firstly economic, and I think that's a lot of the reason why most people don't uh, smoke every day out there. It's 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 very mm-hmm. expensive to smoke one premium cigar a day. Sure. It's like ten dollars or something a day. That's a lot of money a month. Uh, secondly, honestly, time. I mean, cigars, like we say, they take up a lot of time. Uh, so it's hard to fit, you know, at least an hour normally in a busy schedule, especially if you smoke outside in a balcony. You can't just kind of do it whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, health, obviously, which we're going to get into <laughs> through this uh, episode, but enjoyment is the last one. And I think this is the aspect that I wanted to touch on before we get into the health stuff, because that's almost for me the what limits me the most. Um, and I think the peak of this realization, uh, although I feel like it was an opinion I held a long time that you don't want to smoke too much for the enjoyment reason, was it, it happened this summer in the beginning of August when uh, you came over to to the countryside and we kind of went crazy, lot. Yeah, absolutely. You you covered a lot of good points there, and uh, I just wanted to quickly say that you were talking about how often you smoke, and that's certainly more than I do. Uh, for me, it's mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's very irregular when I'm in in Lund, and certainly over the uh, the winter here and um, like you said during the summer it gets more and more uh, but especially specifically uh, earlier this summer um, well we mm-hmm. had a lot of work to get done as always <laughs> in a short amount of time um, and mostly thanks to all the wonderful people who have uh, who have sent us stuff uh, to try out and review really uh, so we spent a week at the countryside uh, and we went actually through eight cigars in four days and according to my calculations, that's uh, exactly two cigars a day. <laughs> Good number, uh, crunching lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so really at the start of the week, we were really excited to smoke the cigars and um, had this beautiful lineup. We had the Caldwell Lost and Found Swedish Delight from Richie. We had, uh, yeah, I'll just ramble them all here, really, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun to reminisce. We had the Vega yeah. Fina Grande Reset about 2020, the David of Fear, mm. the Ox. Um, yeah, exactly from Tim. We had the German engineered uh cigars that were unmarked or like mm-hmm. you say they didn't yeah, offer any information about no the yeah. blend, yeah. Uh the Tinder Bequilla, uh we had the Epicadia Encore Majestic, the cigar of the year. Um mm-hmm. we had the vintage Fuente Sharks, absolutely Ooh, amazing from Shane. beautiful smoke. Exactly from Shane. And uh to top it all all off, we had the PSD five with uh, a Dalmor cigar malt so we had From this you, beautiful uh, lineup really <laughs> and we were obviously so excited to smoke them um, and the cravings uh, to have a cigar kind of escalated uh, mm-hmm. you know when when we had our first cigar the next day we were really like excited to have to have a cigar again uh, however by the end of the week um, we were of course still enjoying the cigars uh, because they were simply fantastic uh, pieces that we had with us uh, but the mm-hmm. same cravings and um, and really urge to smoke wasn't really there and mm-hmm. I'm sure that we would have enjoyed that last PSD5 more if we hadn't smoked a cigar earlier that day 100% uh, yeah so really the reason for mentioning this isn't necessarily the health aspects that we saw during that week um, but how the enjoyment and the anticipation of smoking each cigar kind of panned out and um, yeah reduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to step into a little of uh, of your field here, lad, uh, in economics, uh, there's a term called oh, yeah. uh, the marginal Excellent, utility. Uh, 
which relates the increase of consumption of something to the gain satisfaction or pleasure that you get from it. Uh, so in this case, it was really made obvious that there was there was a given consumption of cigars uh, that would have given the highest amount of enjoyment for each smoke, uh, is what we observed. And so I guess the difficult question here is, how much is too much, and mm. what is the right amount of cigars to smoke? Excellent, excellent, excellent outline there, lot. And I think for me, I mean, honestly... I think it is like two or three a week. At, even at three a week, it's. I feel like the time in between each cigar becomes so short almost that for me, a lot of smoking the cigar I'm going to smoke is the buildup before the hype, the knowing which cigar it is, choosing that cigar before and like thinking about it and like preparing myself. When we were smoking two cigars a day, I didn't really have that much time to think about each cigar. Like we smoked a cigar in the afternoon, we mm-hmm. did the review, and then there was an, uh, already another one. And that, that next cigar, I had barely even had time to think what we were smoking. I mean, we, we were kind of forgetting. We even wrote yeah. a list of what we had to smoke, which is yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like, that's not the right way of enjoying cigars. It's And I, what I started to think the, the whole week, really, is like, if you're smoking this often, it is 100% a habit. And that mm-hmm. is an unhealthy way of consumption. I mean, I don't know. What were your thoughts that week, Claude? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I don't think there was that we would have smoked as much if we didn't like uh quote unquote oh, yeah. like have to uh mm-hmm. because of the all the things that we wanted to do in that time period so that's really what i felt that and i remember just after leaving or leaving the summer house and feeling just like okay now probably won't have a cigar in a while uh a while being like a week later or something like that this no we had a cigar four days later actually yeah <laughs> okay four days later but that was enough but, to like reset you know yeah exactly i mean from going from two a day to not smoking for four days. Um, what I kind of felt looking back at it as well, uh, noticeably, is that um, each, I remember each experience since we, uh, since we obviously like reviewed them and paid a lot of attention to them, but uh, now looking back, they kind of all sort of mellow together. Oh, yeah. In this one memory oh, yeah. fog, memory smoke. Mm. Um, and that's not really what you want from a cigar either, um, of course. 100%, man. Mm-hmm. All the special part of the cigar smoke like you say i mean i was exactly gonna say that same mm-hmm. thing uh the they all become very similar to each other and you don't think about each individual cigar and that takes away a lot of the craft and the special part of why cigars are so good uh so i think you know just on that basis that that i, I think this is something i wanted to talk about since that week so i just wanted to mention this before yeah. we get into the health thing because it does get intertwined in a way you know don't smoke cigars because of the health reasons uh, as often as you might want to or maybe as often as you do but also don't smoke cigars as often as you might want to or as you do because of the enjoyment you know like mm-hmm. try, if you smoke cigars every other day try a little bit less and see if you're enjoying the cigar more uh, and if you're feeling yourself getting pulled towards wanting to smoke more try to think if it's you know if it's just habitual or if it's just you know you being used to lighting a, mm-hmm. a cigar because it's been two days or if it's because you truly want to light up that cigar that you're reaching for uh, i think mm-hmm. that's good to reflect on um so yeah we touched on that uh let's move to the health uh the health aspect a lot because there's okay so there's a lot of studies out there uh a lot of them that we'll touch on that are that are awful uh but there are very very few that are actually about cigars and especially cigars in the way that we talked about just now the moderate consumption of them i mean what is there to go by a lot because there's one that i often reference 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that is the one that uh, that I guess has only been tested with actual or actually gives results that are uh, numerical and gives some kind of guidelines. Um, mm-hmm. And that is uh, the FDA staff study, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, which presents the results that the cancer risks are uh, nearly nil for one to two cigars per day, uh, mm-hmm. which I might add is a lot more than we smoke, and I guess right. the average smoker <laughs> does as well. Yeah, the main tobacco study that's been used to set all our guidelines uh, the main tobacco study that has been set that gives the warning stickers and, I mean, basically that shaped our modern society in terms of the, the regulations on tobacco is uh, an official FDA study that was carried out between 1966 and 2003, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a, a test of pipe smoking, cigarette smoking, to, uh, cigar smoking. I mean, it's everything. Uh, cigarillos uh, on, you know, enormous amount of different test subjects. Um, between a vast uh, time span, uh, different types of products, like we say. And that's all been kind of grouped together, which is why we see the same warning stickers for cigarettes as cigars. And that's sort of the sort of the idiotic we already start to see behind the health risks because they all outline the same thing. You know, cigar smoking can lead to cancer of the throat, can lead to lung cancer. And of course it can. This FDA study though that we reference, it's been done by staff and they sort of try to isolate the cigar smoking uh, itself out of those numbers. And obviously when you isolate cigar smoking from cigarette smoking, you'll see different results because cigar mm-hmm. smokers yeah. generally don't inhale. Still though, some of the cigar smokers did inhale because I think they included like tiny cigarillos and filtered cigarillos in the cigar yeah. thing, which makes it obviously off. But alas, that's the number we have. And and like Ruben said, it's it's five, I think a 5% increased cancer risk uh, for one to two cigars a day are already much more than we said we sh- you should smoke. Yeah. Uh, and under that, there's no conclusive evidence at all that the health risks are worsened by smoking uh obviously this is this is um in relation to how you're smoking obviously if you if you are in a small tiny room you might might be worse um but let's track back to some of the some of the can stuff because we i was talking about how the how the guidelines that that are out there they 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 equate cigar smoking sort of with cigarette smoking um do you want to read this this quote from a cnbc article out because this is one of those classic ones classic cases yeah, exactly because because there are i mean there are there's so much information when you just search uh when you search for a uh, cigar smoking uh, health issues that that just bring you to yeah. to websites or articles uh that don't handle cigars by themselves but that handle tobacco in general mm-hmm. um but in this uh, cnbc article uh, they've written that the risk of dying from smoking related disease is just as high for some uh, cigar smokers, as it is for people who smoke cigarettes, according to new findings from the yeah US FDA. I just want to interject quickly and say that even it sounds dumb, but you're putting emphasis on the some part. The way it's yeah. written, because I've quoted it out here, the way it's written, I mean, it makes it sound like it really is the same. I yeah, mean, yeah, it, it's yeah. already idiotic and you're putting emphasis on the some. <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead, Lon. I just, it pisses me off. Uh, yeah, no, the that was just... Um, uh, the, the quote from the article, there is mm-hmm. uh, more references um, that we'd like to point out. And that's, like you said, the use of the word can, uh, which in mm-hmm. no way is quantitative or even yeah. like a qualitative result. Uh, 
so they state that cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes, is what they say as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, when how can you put uh, like can in a article that says uh, that cigar smoking is like worse uh, yeah. for cigar smokers than smoke cigarettes? Yeah, it's, I mean it's a it's a it's an argument that's there's no basis on it. I think it's that's that's what makes me so unbelievably frustrated with some of these articles. Because like Ruben say, said, I mean, it is as high for some cigar smokers because they're the vast outliers. They're mm-hmm. the, the cigar smokers that may be inhaling indoors because they don't know how to actually smoke cigars. So putting, I mean, it's, 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 it's misinformation. And I think it's, we don't want to come across as, as, as trying to highlight all the wrong, but with my most objective uh, viewpoint of this, there's more wrong than right out there. Um, and I think you can you can always track back to what's morally right. I think you could, like I, like, like I prefaced with, cigar smoking is inherently worse for you than not smoking, but does that m- mean it's morally right to completely misinform people? I mean, you should be able to make your own educated choice is kind of mm-hmm. my, my uh, yeah, my... my um, my my underlying feeling uh, with yeah, all this. absolutely uh, and there's an uh, there's there's another part of the article that goes on to say that uh, we have uh, observed that some risks associated with cigar smoking can be as high or higher than those associated with cigarette smoking especially at the highest dose doses and levels of inhalation for cigar smoking uh, and what this sentence really is saying in uh, their article is that they're not comparing cigar smokers uh, mm-hmm. To uh, to cigarette smokers, they're compare they're comparing how cig- cigar tobacco and cigarettes are combusted, uh, because when they say that uh, cigar smoking can be as higher higher, uh, what they mean is that like the fermentation process uh, leaves certain nitrates present in the cigar, and when this is combusted, this is more dangerous than uh, the cigarette tobacco. What they're completely mm-hmm. not um, taking into effect really for cigar smokers is how the cigar and how the cigarette are smoked. It's completely yeah. different. What this feels like is that they have just like put, uh, t- combusted the cigar tobacco and c- combusted a cigarette and just yeah. like, forced someone to inhale both and compared the differences because then it's of cigar. course cigar tobacco is going to be worse. It's, it is, um, like a worse form of smoke, I guess, than in that case. Yeah. Uh, but you're doing It's not relevant. With it. yeah. <laughs> it's just not relevant. It's so frustrating. It's. It, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a huge CNBC article. That's a massive, massive uh, piece of uh, journalistic backing. I mean, CNBC is a huge company. But I think what's, what's also just extremely striking is that the article literally shows zero numbers. The entire article is made up of can... And, and might sentences like we just said mm-hmm. there's I mean there's no like like Ruben said again there's no distinction between what you're smoking and how you're smoking which I think is complete I mean you have to set parameters otherwise it's all baseless everything is dangerous without mm-hmm. parameters and that's what I'm trying to like kind of circle back to all the time I mean it's crazy that you can present an argument like this and not show a single statistic what are we doing then it's just guesswork What's, what kind yeah. of journalism is that how is that serious journalism 
Uh, I mean, imagine, I'm just thinking about like, imagine reporting on something like the coronavirus with that type of language. I know people are trying to say that there has been similar stuff, but at least, at least most like COVID articles are based with some kind of numbers, you know, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about presenting a serious topic and not talking about stats. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, I mean, in the end, the article, CNBC article, uh, it does say that there are limitations. It's trying to present itself as a little bit more moderate. Um, but it basically says that all the smokers in the study from 1966 to 2003, which is like really far back as well, it's basically saying that the main limitations are that all the cigars smoked were the same shape and that all the smokers were white men. I think those are pretty mm-hmm. weird things to call limitations. And that's what they present as the main limitations. And then they kind of mention in a, in a sort of, oh, and by the way, uh, all the smokers also smoked huge amounts regularly. So the article <laughs> doesn't really talk about how, you know, it doesn't say too much about moderated mo- moderated smoking, which is that it kind of drops that in the end as if it's like, oh, you know, also everyone smoked like 10 cigars a day. That's, I mean, pretty goddamn relevant if you're trying to present, if you're trying to present an argument in any shape or form. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> and there's, there's more of that language as well in, uh, in yeah, the commentary that they use. And that, I guess... Uh, here's an example of that, uh, that cigar smokers uh, are four to ten times more likely to die from cancers of the mouth, esophagus, and larynx, blah, blah. Uh, what we want to point out here is is the use of the term cigar smokers. Mm-hmm. Because what does that really entail? Uh, there are plenty of people on the uh, in the cigar community that call, them some, mm-hmm. call themselves cigar smokers. But they differ so vastly in the amount of cigars they smoke. Uh, so what really is a cigar smoker? Is it someone that smokes five times a day that fits into this study? Or is a cigar mm-hmm. smoker someone that can enjoy a cigar uh, like us two to three times a week uh, at the peak or even yeah. less than that? Yeah, I mean, it's spot on. The whole basis is, I mean, they've chosen to call cigar smokers the people that just happen to smoke the most and show the most dangerous uh, behavior. And I mean, that's kind of weird. You wouldn't, you wouldn't call a wine lover, you wouldn't call a wine lover a person that drinks two bottles a day. That's an alcoholic, right? I mean, why are we making that distinction? in that sense because i mean because it doesn't fit the narrative what's the whole idea very good point uh yeah yeah keep going uh, on yeah no but another uh point of this uh i just wanted to just to see the narrative here i wanted to quickly just mm-hmm. google some other things that uh, that you can see as daily activities that cause cancer and there there you could find uh, sedentary behavior which means basically sitting still for long periods of time which a lot of people do in the in their workspaces. Um, in this article in the New York Times, this uh, sitting for several hours a day causes cancer. And here also words like could are used. Um, mm-hmm. And even I remember a few years ago when, when it surfaced that milk and dairy products uh, was a way to cancer as well. There's two sides mm-hmm. of that story. Uh, and different studies show different results. And the same with alcohol, like you just said, uh, that the large mm-hmm. amounts is really the key word there. Um, mm-hmm. Even flying in an airplane excessively can cause like cosmic course, radiation yeah. and cancer. Um, so I guess the point here really is not to get to get you riled up about everything that causes cancer. And that's not the point. Uh, but to sh- but to simply show that many things, when done excessively, 
can damage your health. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we've yeah. outlined here as well, that we don't believe in smoking a lot, uh, whatever a lot you define as. But for mm-hmm. us, that is several cigars a day. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I it's guess... It's all moderation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whole argument goes back to moderation. Uh, I think that's what we're trying to... We're trying to bring it back to, and I think it's it's weird that they, the whole line with alcohol, if you're trying to do advertising for alcohol, it's always enjoy moderately or drink in moderation. I wish they could allow the, a similar sort of line for cigars. And I mean, we talked about this briefly before recording live, but I mean, the whole thing sort of stems from the fact that cigars are a little bit too niche of a thing, and they just happen to be made out of the same thing as cigarettes which is sort of unlucky if it was a if it was just a different product no one would care about cigars because mm-hmm. they're not a big enough problem but they but tobacco is a big enough problem that there's always been a lot of studies done on cigarette smoking and and the limitations that are put in place are really are to in order to limit cigarette smokers mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, cigars get grouped in because there's not a there's a lack of uh, there's a lack of research, quite frankly, which is yeah. quite glaringly o- obvious here, um, and it, and that's a real shame. Sorry, Lara, what did you want to say? No, I was just gonna say something that I thought about right now that I I researched earlier was that um, maybe a part of the reason why like the American Lung Association or the American Cancer Association and things like that really don't like cigars is because I saw that fifty percent of the cigars uh, smoked by under um by high schoolers pretty much are flavored mm-hmm. cigars and see that yeah. as kind of like a way and a way into the smoking world and these uh, high schoolers inhaling the smoke from that because well mm-hmm. they're young and they don't know anything about cigars but the flavored cigars uh get wrapped into that as well yeah yeah but they are going to get banned in the states mm-hmm. uh, for better or for worse i know we ha- we know a lot of acid lovers after we did our review on youtube there was a yeah, lot of yeah, people yeah. that seemed to love acids like we know i mean it's a huge selling cigar for us that's personally not an issue we don't smoke flavored cigars uh i mean i th- my hope I-, I i never like seeing any type of cigars being banned my hope is that that will lead to maybe a little more leniency towards cigars mm-hmm. that that uh, flavored cigar banning will make them back down a little bit. Like you said, maybe they'll relax a little more when they feel like the youth won't be able mm-hmm. to smoke cigars. Because I think they're right in a way. I mean, no no high schooler is buying a Fuente. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah, high yeah. schooler is buying a Davidoff. So perhaps when they feel like they've banned, uh, banned uh, flavored cigars, they can back off a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I wanted to continue with just pointing out some glaring issues because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, I, even people that smoke cigars talk to me about these kinds of things. Uh, there's, this, there's this one line especially, and I've even heard relatives and family members and family friends bring this up when they ask about cigars because there's a lack of knowledge about nicotine and there's a lack of knowledge about cigars in general. But this this is one of those lines where there is enormous mis. mis- interpretation and misrepresentation of facts I, I mean it's it's everyone's probably heard this a single full-size cigar can can again can <laughs> contain nearly as much nicotine as a as again nearly there's two very weird uh, weird qualifiers mm-hmm. there a single full-size cigar can contain nearly as much nicotine uh, as does a pack of cigarettes if you inhale cigar smoke you can you can get as much nicotine as if you smoked cigarettes mm-hmm. that is that is an idiotic line and it's an idiotic line on so many levels 
first and foremost, it doesn't matter how much nicotine it contains because you're not inhaling, so you're mm -hmm. not absorbing nicotine in the same way. So that's already a moot point there. Then they say, if you inhale cigar smoke, which is, again, just a weird thing to say because people don't inhale cigar smoke in general. That's like saying a bottle of wine can contain as much as five or ten beers worth of alcohol or whatever. If you chug the entire bottle of wine, you can get alcohol poisoning. Why Why put it on there? No one does that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just not a relevant statistic whatsoever. It frustrates me so much. Yeah, you I think, can get as much nicotine as if you smoked cigarettes. I think this was one of the first... Uh, I think this was one of the first things I heard about cigars uh, or mm -hmm. read about cigars uh, when we looked into it like way back before we turned 18 and stuff like that this was one of the facts presented and uh and i remember just getting this image in my head of smoking like a pack of cigarettes in one go um it's so effective yeah <laughs> effective, effective image yeah exactly and it's yeah it's just now when you're smoking cigars it, you're so far away from that that it's crazy and moving on to uh, another sort of uh, misleading, I, it's it. I think this is a lot of fun to just point out how how mis uh, misleading these are uh, when when presenting uh, presenting the argument. Uh, another fantastic line here um, from the cancer.org, uh, the Cancer Society. Uh, they they claim both cigarettes and cigars contain tobacco. A main difference is that a cigar is wrapped in a tobacco leaf but cigarettes are wrapped in paper. Cigars tend to be unfiltered, while most cigarettes have filtered ends. Cigars are usually bigger and thicker than cigarettes and last longer and contain more tobacco. <laughs> I mean, it's it's factually correct, but the way they're presenting it, it's, it almost makes it sound pro-cigarette, like cigarettes are mm -hmm. good because they have less tobacco, because they have paper, they're also filtered, and they're much smaller, and they take shorter i mean it's it, I, I, that, that one when i was reading it, it almost made me feel like what's the goal here i mean are you trying to go so hard against cigars that you're pro cigarette again it's 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 insane yeah i agree completely with you on that one it feels it definitely feels like it's like you said pro cigarette <laughs> mm. crazy yeah moving on we have uh we have another uh, reference here from the american cancer society uh, which says that almost all people who smoke cigarettes inhale, but most people who smoke larger cigars don't. This could be because cigar smoke tends to irritate the nose, throat, and breathing passages. And here comes the real line that disturbs us. A new trend among cigar companies is to change the fermenting process to make cigar smoke easier to inhale. Uh, and if... Just think for a second, how how is this represented if you go to anyone that's actually in the business of making cigars and making this beautiful product and you tell them this i mean they're gonna you're disrespecting their entire uh, yeah. heritage i get and everything that yeah. they stand for because i can assure you that calita fuente or no one else is out there <laughs> trying to make cigar smoke easier to inhale uh, yeah it goes i mean the whole line here is trying to equate cigar smoking again to what we talk about often it's it's trying to portray cigar smoking as a vessel for getting nicotine and smoke into your lungs it's completely ignorant to what cigar smoking actually is and we might sound irritated because we're we're so into cigars and, I, and i'm just wondering how we would how we would appear in front of a court of people that don't know about cigars i'm sure we would seem like like we're just trying to protect tobacco at all costs but the whole basis of this argument is ignorant to what cigar smoking is and i again think it's kind of crazy to try to go against cigars 
and not i mean this is sort of like 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 colonialization back in the day where like you're trying to drop lines in africa in countries that you have no idea about their culture like you're, you're trying to base an entire argument of something you have no idea about mm-hmm. it shows so insanely clearly here that they, they don't know what cigars are because they think every single goal of cigars is in inhaling cigar smokers don't inhale because it irritates the nose and throat otherwise we would be puffing like crazy down to our lungs <laughs> the only reason is the, the the irritation in the nose i don't want it to touch my palate at all i want it down to my lungs but it hurts like it's it's mm-hmm. it's insanity. The whole basis of the argument is nothing. There's nothing to go on here. Yeah. Go ahead, lot. I get so fucking. Uh, you know, <laughs> I hear you on that, and you bullshit. said a lot of things there that was like right on the money. And um, yeah, because what they're really doing, just to summarize here, in all these articles that we've come across, and we've been reading a lot. I guess that's what makes what's making us riled up because there is a lot of mm-hmm. disinformation out there, um, and. What they're doing is just not comparing cigar smokers to cigarette smokers, but comparing the combustion of tobacco together mm-hmm. into one health effect and not into regard of what you're inhaling or what you're doing with that smoke. Uh, and I guess I see the reason maybe in the way their studies are conducted because uh, I guess it is difficult to measure the... Since, since cigar smokers have such different ways of, of smoking um mm-hmm. then you're, you're not getting the the same uh results maybe but mm-hmm. what you can measure is the carcinogenic chemicals that are released when burning tobacco so i feel like that is just a an yeah. easier solution to to measure them really yeah yeah and like we say i mean there's no there's no interest in actually measuring cigars i think we we, we would get very clear results if there was a study done for 40 years on cigar smokers like us. I think the results would be very clear. They wouldn't fit their narrative, I don't think. I think they would probably be close to that FDA study that we have referenced. Uh, it's important to state that that FDA study is closer than these cigarette studies that I mm-hmm. that I like to call them because they yeah. are cigarette studies yeah. that people are equating to cigars. It's closer. It's probably not 100% true because basically they had to take more isolated studies they had to try to single out the cigar numbers and they were obviously much less than a real study if you just focused on cigar smokers but i think they're they're definitely closer I, like you said i mean that, that was a really good sort of conclusion on these articles another conclusion i think is is the fact that every single one of these articles and actually literally every one of them uh that i read leading up to this podcast they did mention the fact that there's no evidence as to what effects occasional cigar smoking has Mm -hmm. and i'm glad they at least have the courtesy to mention that but they do it in the end Uh, it's sometimes hard to find um but to be honest this is also bad i mean because they leave this at the very end like i said uh, after blasting all these misleading facts we know most people don't read the whole article uh, but that's another issue. Uh, but it also just kind of circles back to the fact that we have so many rules and regulations uh, that are based on nothing. And I mean, they're governed, cigars are governed on zero evidence whatsoever. And they even admit it in these articles. In the Cancer Society, they admit it. They write, we don't know what occasional cigar smoking has. Well, then maybe don't regulate it yeah. as hard as you're doing if you, you're admit, admitting you don't know. Absolutely. And uh, I guess one of the few takeaways that we can... Uh, get from from all this uh, reading around and stuff like that is um, that in general the the most important conclusions I guess is that is that to don't smoke daily in general uh, mm-hmm. and then there's also different ways of uh, of smoking a cigar of course um, you can smoke 
indoors, outdoors. You can smoke in well-ventilated rooms. You can smoke in less well-ventilated rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess if you really want to stay away um, and really keep yourself safe there, um, mm -hmm. is to smoke outdoors preferably uh, or make sure it is very very well ventilated indoors uh, if you have your own cigar lounge indoors that's that's a dream of ours um mm -hmm. but very important to keep that ventilated uh because the the smoke in itself is dangerous and if you don't get that smoke ventilated or out of the way um then that is gonna have health effects i guess that's mm -hmm. what we can say yeah uh, and just a little um yeah i have a little anecdote from this actually because I did smoke a cigar once um, indoors in a completely non-ventilated room. Mm. Uh, it was in our family home uh, while I was on vacation there with my parents and family. And um, and I was kind of encouraged to, to, to smoke a cigar indoors because they were like, oh, yeah, um, it's such an old house and we need to get rid of this, this the smell in here <laughs> so you can smoke your cigar. Uh, and then not even like five minutes had gone uh, until the entire room was just filled with smoke. And, you know, there was no uh, no way of opening the windows because it was such an old house as well. Uh, mm. And uh, and I just realized this, we I can't keep smoking in here. It's it's way too, too mm. like the this, this smoke was just laying in the air, really. Uh, so mm. I, I had to open up the doors and get all the smoke out there and finish the cigar outside. Uh, and I guess that's where you see the the big effects of the cigar smoke because you know everyone was started coughing and stuff like that so you really do need to have a well ventilated space and that's mm -hmm. we're not saying that cigar smoke is is uh has no health risks at all but mm -hmm. um yeah that's an, yeah, that's an experience it, it, it comes back to the whole i mean i i think if you were clicking on this uh, podcast hoping for us to give you uh, a statistical or definite answer on how dangerous cigars are as has been made evident through this whole rant of ours it can't be answered because we simply don't have studies on it we like to go back to the fda one because like i said i think it is the closest but it's far from definitive cigar smoking like we're going to say several times now it is inherently dangerous but i think at the end of the day i wish we had legitimate numbers and i wish everyone would be presented with a fair representation of it because I, I even even though we don't have definite definitive numbers right now i think based on a lot of what we presented right now it's it's quite clear that based on what we do know they still aren't presenting us with the most fair evaluation mm -hmm. so that's a real shame i just i think we all have to realize that there's a big risk when we're smoking cigars but i we have to take that educated risk as human adults. I mean, we choose to go sit in our car most most often every day. And I mean, yeah. that's a really big risk in terms of other things that we do on a regular basis. But we aren't being obstructed by as much crap <laughs> in the way of doing mm -hmm. that as we are with cigars. And it's uh, it's a real it's a real shame. I think. Yeah. Uh, and I guess one uh, one thing that really sums this all well together is a, is a very nice quote. I saw uh, while reading around on the subject, uh, somebody wrote that um, that he was at a doctor's visit and uh, mm -hmm. he was questioned by the doctor uh, if he smokes. And the person said, yeah, I smoke three to four cigars a week. Uh, where to the doctor answered that as a doctor, he had to tell him to not use tobacco. 
Mm. But he also added that stress will kill you far faster than a few cigars a week. So enjoy them. Mm. And I guess this really sums it all up. Yeah. Uh, because cigars are a vessel for enjoyment, like you said earlier, rather than nicotine itself. And as long as you're not sucking down cigars for that reason, then the health then the health impacts don't outweigh the enjoyment that you get from spending a few hours a week or how much or little you smoke to relax. So everything in moderation, like we said before. And um, yeah. Yeah, the risks. The risks may... I mean, that, that that's interesting. I... I, I um... I remember watching an old Lawrence Davis video way back, uh, the guy of Solder Cigars, mm-hmm. and he was quite uh, a rotund man. Uh, yeah. He had <laughs> other health uh, th- risks that were far greater than cigars. And, and he said in one of his videos that he had uh, talked to his doctor for a very long time. And basically he and his doctor had come to the quite clear conclusion that cigars were better for him than they were worse. And this was actually what a doctor said. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say cigars are better. I mean, (laughs) for him, the added stress uh, that he had um, in his life as well, uh, and the other adverse health health, uh, risks that he was facing, basically the doctor said, you need to focus more on the other stuff that's killing you. The cigars are, in fact, bringing your heart rate down on a daily basis, and and it's better for you to, to not stop smoking and mm-hmm. stop with some other stuff so yeah that's just just interesting that came to my mind yeah, as well nice. um so yeah that's that's a good uh, thing to end off on with the whole uh, cigar health part um i just wanted to ask you some some last you know more fun things that because when, when we talk about health there's other there's other stuff than like death and and uh, and, and cancer yeah um because i mean for me uh cigars affect your mouth mostly we already talked about this with the in terms of the whole uh, inhalation thing uh, i mean I, I did actually i obviously as a teenager you kind of coast and you're not really focusing on the boring stuff uh, but i certainly began taking my teeth and like my my dental hygiene a little more seriously when i started smoking cigars mm-hmm. uh, i mean not that i ever went around not brushing my teeth or anything <laughs> but uh, i mean I, I i definitely cared more about how detailed i was with it so uh, I mean, I know that if I'm going to smoke cigars, and I'm, I started smoking cigars regularly at 18, if I'm going to do that even casually for my whole life, mm-hmm. I need to take care of dental hygiene. So you, you got, got any cigar teeth or breath tips, lad, for the listeners out there? That's I'm sure funny. some of their wives complain about their uh, cigar <laughs> breath every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a girlfriend or wife who, who can complain about that uh, yet. Uh, but uh, to... Yeah, no, this is funny because I don't think we've ever discussed, like, tips for, uh, (laughs) between you and us, we've discussed most things that we talk about in our podcast, but not dental hygiene tips. Uh, But I do know that I've, like, gotten from um, my dentist, who's asked me about um, if I smoke or if I snooze, which is this, Mm. yeah, the Swedish tobacco pouch that you put under your lip, uh, which Mm. I do take occasionally. And um, mm-hmm. I must admit that that part as well, because that, that part is more evident to me that it's affecting my mouth since it's literally mm. tobacco sitting in my mouth, yeah. you know, yeah. under yeah. my lips. So so that um, that has definitely, I think, would say put a higher discipline on, on my dental hygiene as well. Uh, but it's not really something that I um, focus too much on um, or even have like looked into specific products for smokers since I don't see myself mm-hmm. as a smoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I know that there are certain toothpastes and um, stuff out there that are made specifically for people who smoke a lot. 
but uh, I don't think that's very necessary. Maybe for um, yeah. for cigar smokers, probably cigarette smokers firsthand. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, I did have to look it up a little bit. Like, what 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 should you look out for if you if you smoke regularly? And mm-hmm. I mean, besides those specific products, it, I don't think it's a bad idea to have like a regular. Uh, check up by yourself in your mouth mm. uh, because it's something that we don't notice like with our skin you can notice uh, irregularities and stuff like that but you never really look into your mouth so if you smoke a lot I'd, that's something that I would that opened my eyes is like looking for lumps or swelling and stuff like that but not something that I do regularly how about you lad you got anything for me no I mean not really to be honest I think I think for us, I I just wanted to know if, if there's anything you had. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Though. I hadn't thought about the mouth thing. That's that's good to know. I mean, yeah. we're we we haven't smoked for that long, but people that have smoked for a long time. I mean, as with all diseases and cancer, like catching it yeah. earlier can be very important. So yeah, exactly. that's good. Uh, no, but not really. I mean, mouthwash after if I've had a cigar and I know that I'm doing something more formal, uh, I'll yeah. do like mouthwash and be more more serious with that and change clothes sometimes. You know, because it might smell. Yeah, true. Uh, but. And maybe yeah. not wear uh, materials that uh, that you know attract a lot of smoke when uh, yeah when true. certainly indoors you know that'll it'll sit very true indoors you stink yeah. yeah that's good lad I think that was a great uh, great episode I mean we we get we got passionate on this for sure mm-hmm. um, uh, in no way I tried to equate uh, colonial history with with cigar smoking <laughs> I think that's it's easy to get very upset when you're personally. I mean, Jose Blanco himself said that we are uh, we're the most uh, discriminated against people. I th- I still don't believe that. I was just trying to make a simile, but I think I think the main um, main thing to think about here. I wanted to. S- I was thinking of how to end it and say like, yeah, before you make decisions on how much you want to smoke, read. But I think it's more important than reading about the topic is read critically and read with mm-hmm. uh, a focused and open mind because if you casually read about the health effects like we used to when we were younger lad and we didn't know yeah, about yeah. this you'll read these i mean th- at the end of the day these these companies spend a lot of money uh on writing these articles uh, and they have a very clear agenda in mind uh, and they draw up the most effective images on purpose that nicotine thing uh with the whole a whole pack in a cigar that equation it's obviously it's it's a complete non- nonsensical sentence but mm-hmm. it's a very very effective image like i said so if you're reading make sure you check where the fa- where the sources are that's mm-hmm. all always super important but like yeah try to try to get as as balanced of a view as possible because it's easy to fall uh i mean i was getting scared with some of the stuff you read i was reading with yeah. researching this you know if i weren't really critical of it so yeah, yeah for sure. look out look out for what you're reading mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, thanks for listening guys as always um, we'll see you yeah, next let time let us know your thoughts guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one's not as fun to DM about <laughs> but uh, maybe some breath tips or something yeah that's more fun for sure good, <laughs> good lot good lot yeah thank you guys uh, it's been a pleasure as always cheers cheers cheers